Welcome, everyone, to another episode of NFL East Podcast. Make sure to follow the podcast on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Music, or wherever you get your podcast. If you're on Facebook, join our NFL East Facebook group. You can watch every episode of this podcast on YouTube. Just make sure to like, share, and subscribe. That's NFL boy Brandon. Follow him on YouTube. I'm Mr. McDolphin. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at Mr. McDolphin73. And make sure to follow the show on Twitter at East NFL. What's up, fellas? What's up? How's it going? How's it going? Are we ready, ready to kick football. off this week six? Yeah. Ready to go? Y'all ready? Everybody? Yeah, this might be the best week ever. Or so far, <laughs> you know, it could be. There's some big be. games going. Yeah, we got we got some key matchups that we get to talk about. So, um, yeah, yeah. So there, there we go. That's what we're gonna do. Uh, before we get into that uh, week six games of the week, I wanna we do have a little bit of news from the east. So we're gonna probably start there, and. If that's cool with you guys, unless you have anything to share straight off the bat, anything. I just want to say, uh, how about them Patriots? Yeah. We needed a smackdown on the Lions, and we did something nobody's been able to do this year and kept kept on a a zero burger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brought their average back down to earth. Right, exactly. (laughs) No, you weren't here Tuesday when we were talking about that game, uh, Brandon, but that was a big win. Yeah, yeah, it's a great win for the Patriots. Yeah, Uh, keep keep your playoff hopes alive, which I predicted that you guys will be in the playoffs. So, uh, yeah, with the third, second, and third string quarterback, gotta like it. Yep, yeah, much needed win right there. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, well, we're gonna um, kick it off with news from the East, fellas. Here we go. All right, let's start where we normally do, and that's taking a look at CBS Week 6 Power Rankings. Um, everything looks pretty good. I mean, I'm happy with it. I, I, I'm i glad that the Dolphins are still in the top 10. That's pretty cool. And I really like that uh, the Minnesota Vikings, which is who they're playing this week, took their spot at number five. So that's cool. All the Dolphins got to do is beat the Vikings and jump back into the top five. And um, I'm I'm comfortable with that. Um, what, anything on here stand out for you guys? I'd like to see the Cowboys in the top five. I mean, I feel like we're better than Minnesota. Um, right. Yeah, uh, same record. Um, yeah. yeah. But, uh, um, but um, overall, I think it's okay. That's fine. I, I'm good with giving Philadelphia number one being undefeated. Right. Uh, I don't know what it's going to take to get Buffalo to come down. <laughs> All, right. I mean, all right. The only can the only thing I got to complain about is the same shit I complained about last week. Wasn't New England at seventeen last week? How the no. fuck do we drop last nine on the last week Lions and they'll move up? Because last week, actually, what you were complaining about was the Pats weren't even in the top twenty. They were all the way down at twenty three. And that's oh, what shit. you were complaining so we about. So they went from 23 to 17. That's a pretty okay, good see, jump. Okay, for, I, I was about to say, up. if we're at 17, that would be stupid that we didn't move up. But since we was at 23 last week, 
Yeah, I'm uh, I'm satisfied with us being in seventeen. Yeah, I thought that was a good jump, a well, a well. I thought that was a well earned jump back into the top twenty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's nice to see the Jets up there too uh, in the in the top twenty as well. Because uh, yeah, I mean, who the hell thought is... that we would have seen the Jets and the Giants both inside the top fifteen? That's crazy. Right. It is. It's a little crazy, but I think the Jets has got a. They've got some. They've got a nice defense there, and uh, they're up and coming for sure. So. It's good to see the G men in the top ten. That's pretty cool. Finally getting yeah. their respect for that four and one hard fought schedule. The first five five games so pretty cool yeah i don't hate that either so it's kind of it's kind of hard to not give them that with the the win over green bay you know yeah that yeah. that comes from behind win over green bay too can't right, be exactly um, yeah and you know aaron Rodgers isn't going to drop too far in the power rankings okay right. the, the only <laughs> one complaint i do have about this power ranking so far this this week is not to do with any of our NFL East teams, but to do with the fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Their offense has looked god-awful this entire season. How the fuck are they in four? How? How are they inside the top five? Brady has looked dog shit this entire year. I understand that he's in the middle of getting a divorce, but, like, come on, there is no way you can have Tampa inside the top five right now. Yeah, I, I agree with you a little bit on that. Brandon, they're a little high, highly rated right now for uh, a lot of the injuries and missing players that they've had. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't count Tom Brady out, and I wouldn't drop him too much. Oh, yeah, no, but, I wouldn't do that. But either, at the same but... time, yeah, they don't deserve a, a force. Yeah, uh, right. A four spot there when they're two and two in their last games, last four games, and really struggling. Uh, okay. But, yeah. right, I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable with Tom Brady being at number four. That's fine. Um, no, I'm, as long not, as, I'm not counting as Tom long Brady as he's out, in the top five. So yeah. as long as he's in the top five, I don't care. Well, see, you can drop him down right. to five, but I don't think Minnesota deserves yeah. to be ahead of him. So, I don't either. Mm, I mean, uh, nah. Like, yeah. If if I put anybody above him, it would be Dallas. So, but that's just me. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think Tennessee's, right. a, little, Tennessee's a little bit high too, but. These things are going to sort themselves out in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Ten, I think Tennessee's a lot too high, but that's fine. They, yeah. It is what it is. So they are where there are. Are you guys done with that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right. Let's uh, next up, let's go to the Bills camp. They got cornerback uh, Tredavious White. He returned to practice. Um, he's been injured for a while. And he's returned to practice on Wednesday, but they're going to let him get a full week of practice in. He will not play this weekend. So he will not play on Sunday, but he did return to practice finally, which is a great sign for the Bills of getting their top CB back. Um, Do we got any more news from the Bills? That's the only thing I've seen on injuries. Uh, that's the only thing I seen too. I looked for. I looked for him. I can. Uh, I didn't even see that that information about the guy coming back. Uh, which you know, they don't need to rush him. He's the one with the neck injury, right? Right. Exactly. In like week two, I think. Yep. Um, against Tennessee. Uh, yep. Which is great. I mean, he's back at practice. That's their first step. You know what I'm saying? And right. They wanted to get a full week of practice in and see how he's doing next week. So. Uncle Gus, that is so, so cool. fun. <laughs> All right. Um, 
cool. All right. So next, let's switch to the Patriots camp. Let's get an update on Mac Jones and see what else is going on in New England. What's up with – what do you got, Brandon? Uh, Well, as of when I was doing these notes, right, uh, nothing had come out about Matt Jones yet. Uh, outside of Wednesday, he was still limited in practice. And then as of 5.04, um, as of 5.04 today – uh, he's still limited in practice, so nothing's changed, um, really. And then uh, some other notes I have is uh, I don't know when the hell this came about, but I wanted to get your guys' opinion on it. But apparently inside of the New England Patriots world, uh, there is starting to be questions about should a quarterback battle begin between Bailey Zappi and Matt Jones. Question is, should Bailey Zappi remain the starting quarterback or should Matt Jones go in there as a starter? People are going back and forth about it. Some people like Bailey Zappi better. Some people like myself like Matt Jones better. So I just seen that and kind of wanted to get your opinion about it. Two things. Is there any projected timeline for Matt Jones to return? No, I, I don't think he's going to start this week because to beginning the Wednesday and today, he's still limited. So I don't think he's going to be playing on Sunday. But like what I'm saying is some people is like yelling for us to start Zappy for the rest of the year. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but I'm more worried about Mac Jones. When is he coming back? Yeah, um, I, that's I mean, to me, if you want my honest opinion, um, Zappy was what a third third rounder is that right yeah something like that if you, if you have round. a if you got a third round quarterback from western kentucky that is threatening taking your starting quarterback's position you don't have a very good starting quarterback yeah that's and i mean that's the problem i mean um matt hasn't had a great year his last year was a lot better than he's played so far but you know matt can get you to the playoffs you know that for a fact he did it last year you know what I'm saying? So he has – he's talented enough to get you to the playoffs. So, I'm, yeah, I mean, I would stick with Mac Jones. That's just me because, you, I mean, at least you know who he is. And you, I don't believe you've hit his ceiling yet. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I think Mac yeah. Jones could still grow. So, I mean, if his, if his floor is taking us to the playoffs, well, his ceiling might be winning a couple of those games, maybe going to the AFC Championship game. So, I mean, I think he deserves – that you know what i'm saying yeah so that's just my opinion yeah i agree i agree with josh 100 percent there pretty much yeah. i mean um yeah mac jones is your quarterback so you need to develop him and such and such but if he's not 100 healthy there's nothing wrong with having a strong backup quarterback and if uh this guy really is a good a starting quality starting caliber quarterback in the nfl uh I'd play him, get some good name recognition, and then trade him. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, uh, and just use the the draft picks because uh, quarterbacks are always high demand. You'll get some draft picks for him, but at the same time, you can't judge too much from one game compared to the course of a whole season that Mac Jones gave you. But yeah, uh, that should buy you some time to let let Jones heal up a little bit, and then get, yeah. give him start give him his job back. Right. Well, exactly. the last thing uh, I have on New England, Patriots are heavily evaluating Odell Beckenham Jr. market. 
Cool. I don't hate it. Somebody needs to pick him up. I don't think Beckham's going to go to a team that's not going to be playoff ready. You yeah, know, I think of- I think we have a couple different teams in the NFL East that are going to, um, you know, at least put their toes in the water right. <laughs> for that. Yeah. So, right. um, yeah, but no, we- I don't. I do not hate that at all. That gives New England a successful, proven, straight up number one receiver, and all of your other receivers get better because of that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, he he demands attention from the defense. So all of your other your you know all of your other wide receivers get yeah. better instantly. Yeah, Beckham Beckham just wants to be a, a gun for hire kind of thing. He, he'll right. help your team give an extra edge. But if I'm New England, uh, you're right, Josh. About they need a a true or they need an improved wide receiver core for Mac right. Jones. I think it's not going to hurt him to have better receivers. So they should look into like maybe DJ Moore from Carolina, maybe making a trade that way. Right. And um, getting somebody you can have stick around for a couple of years, right? Exactly. Uh, you know, um, yeah. There's there's uh, wide receivers that's going to be available for the trade deadline, so right. that would give you a boost. I mean, the the problem is is there's about four other teams that are also in that market, and Green Bay with a proven um, MVP, <laughs> multiple time MVP, Super Bowl winning quarterback so you know if oh if obj has has the say of where he goes he might end up going where he um you know where the quarterback is more proven well Odell came out a little while ago and said that he's always had interest in joining new england and bill belichick said something about he's always had interest in bringing odell in so right i don't know i guess we'll see where it goes so yeah Yeah. uh uh, Odell getting that bidding war going, <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, I mean it, it. It would be pretty awesome to see Odell if Odell got back into football and became that true number one again. And we've seen that in New England before with Randy Moss. You know what I'm saying? And Randy Moss just blow back up. You know, after we thought he was, you know, um, f- falling off. I OBJ was good last year, but OBJ was not the number one receiver, and maybe. You know, maybe that's the better role for him is where he doesn't have to be that true number one. Right. Maybe he he wants to play everybody one on one, and and he proved last year with the Rams that he can get open if he's one on one. You know, if if you got a Cooper Cup, so right. Yeah, I don't like, know. And honestly, it makes sense for for uh, Beckham because he could uh he could just do this every year. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? yeah, exactly. And just go to he could pick what team he wants to play on, make make a good bit of money because. Yeah, he could, he's a team that could help say Buffalo go over the edge, you know, right, I mean? exactly. or Kansas City, you know, or somebody who's like almost there but a little bit more firepower, and they're gonna they could really make a run. So right, exactly. so we'll see how that plays out. But I don't think he's going to a team that's definitely or that's even gonna be having a chance of missing the playoffs. Right, <laughs> I don't think he's even gonna right. hear that. All right, cool. Let's keep it going. Um, I got a little bit of giant, a little bit of news out of the Giants camp. It's not really much at all. Good news, actually. Daniel Jones did participate, full participation in practice this week, and he will be good to go for Sunday's game. Sweet Saquon Barkley, although the state outcome, he was limited in practice all this week, but he should. They are extremely confident he will be good to go also. Um, that is good news for the Giants. 
because that would be a disaster if not. <laughs> Just my opinion. That yeah, is yeah. your team. <laughs> All right. As far as uh, any injury updates or anything going on in the Cowboys camp, what do you got, Rich? Yeah, so we do have some injuries at the Cowboys. Uh, uh, Jason Peters uh, is injured. He, he did not play last week against the Rams. Uh, he had a chest injury. Uh, but that's how they describe it. Uh, the Cowboys initially said he was going to miss uh, possibly several weeks, which kind of sucks because they play the Eagles this week. Um, however, he's practicing right now, and he thinks he's going to be a go, Jason Peters does. Okay. So, um, but that's not the most important injury on our team, of course, is Dak Prescott. Right. Um, is he going to Is he gonna start this week? Um, maybe. Who knows? Uh, he is throwing. He is literally throwing. Uh, he's throwing left-handed, uh, uh, some of it, but he's throwing. Um, the Cowboys are anticipating that he does not play this weekend. They've kind of – all their indications are that uh, – Dallas <laughs> no, Snowflake. But – I've, I've I've changed my position. I feel like if Dak can, if Dak can throw, if he's throwing in practice, put him in the game. Why not? Why not? Yeah, I don't feel. I feel like there's not much to lose. Keep your game same game plan as you're using with Cooper Rush, so he doesn't he doesn't need to throw it forty times. Right. Uh, but if he if if Dak can play, I think he should play. But we'll see. It doesn't really look like it unless the uh, Cowboys are being smoking mirrors and trying to keep Philly on the you know, guessing up until the is game. he going to be available to play? So, like, will he be the backup, even if he don't start? Well, th- okay. So, this is what I think. Um, if he's gonna play, or if he's gonna be listed on the roster, the fifty-three man roster, the game day roster, I think he's gonna play. If he's not gonna start, I don't think they'll use him as a backup. I think they'll just let him oh, hold the clipboard and watch the game. So, okay. But like I said, I'm, and, I'm, and hope Cooper Rush don't get hurt because if he does, well, we, uh, well, what they'll do is designate uh, Will Greer as our backup. Right. So we'll have we'll have another you know rookie there. Well, he's not really a rookie, but um, somebody who hasn't started uh, before. But yeah, I, I I feel like you know um, it could happen, and I'm kind of for it, even if, even if that comes back and loses. Um, no, I sure didn't. Yeah, so. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, there's something else here. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, we talked about Demarcus Lawrence. He seems to be fine. I don't know what was wrong with uh, – whatever was wrong with him is not, not going to keep him out. Um, Micah Parsons does have a, a growing issue, but he's he's supposed to be willing or able to play Sunday night too. They just got him limited in practices, which is perfectly okay. fine with me. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah. All so, right, cool. Yeah, I think that's all the all the big stuff. All right, sounds good. All right, we got a little bit of injury updates coming out of the Washington camp. What do you got, uh, Brandon? Uh, well, the first thing I got is uh, Jonu Dotson is out for Thursday's game due to a hamstring injury, so he will not be in there for tonight. Uh, another one I got is Wentz is going to play tonight, but he is not playing at a hundred percent. He is coming off a bicep ten, tendon strain. So, okay. like I said, he is starting tonight, but he will not um, 
be a hundred percent. And then uh, one other thing I got is um, Logan Thomas is also out tonight. They're yeah, tight end. Tight end. Logan Thomas yeah. is out. And the biggest thing I have coming out of the commander's camp is William Jackson has just requested a trade. Um, really? We, uh, cornerback William Jackson the third is also in- injured with a back injury and out for tonight's game also. Oh, yeah. Um, He's out, but he also requested a trade. He just requested a trade. Uh, that's not the NBA. <laughs> Good right, luck exactly. for a trade. Yeah. Right. So. Cool. All right. That's all I got. No. Oh, yeah. Wants... By the way, one more thing. Brian Robertson starting at running back tonight for the Commanders. Yeah, so he got the start. Antonio Gibson. I feel like we called that as a podcast. We called we did. Yeah. We talk, we've been talking about yeah. that. <laughs> I feel like right. we called it all the way back in preseason once we started this guy playing. Right, exactly. So. All right, so week six, he's got the start. Yeah. So. All right, sounds good. Sounds good. We'll see how he does tonight. Hopefully, he has the game of his life. Yep. I'm hoping. Yeah, gotta gotta feel good for that guy. Yeah, gotta root for him. Even if you're not a Washington fan, you gotta root for that guy. It's pretty cool. Uh, all right. Well, you know, there's really for the Dolphins, there's really nothing going on at all. You know, it's not like you know they're down to third string quarterbacks and everybody's out with concussion protocol crap. And you know, there there's no. I'm just kidding. Everybody is hurt on the Miami Dolphins roster right now. Um. All right, let's start with Tua, uh, like Dak, is back at practice. So he is back at practice this week, um, throwing the ball, uh, limited to non-contact participation, but he will not start uh, this week. And uh, that makes me uh, take a deep breath because – Okay, this is all PR, right? Okay, so we, we, we've talked about this. This is a, a PR thing. And the reason why it became a PR thing is because he got the concussion on Thursday night football. Okay, so if you're going to watch football on Thursday night, you're going to be watching that game. That's the only game on. It's, right. it's on an island by itself. Well... This is Tua's first week of practice back. Would you guys start him next week? Because I don't know if you know this, but next week the Miami Dolphins play the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday night football, which is like Thursday night football, but on steroids. It's You know what I'm saying? So what if he comes back and got hurt on, on that island? On that huge island, how bad would Miami oh look? My God. You know what I'm saying? I mean, would you just I, I feel like, I feel pass like on that happens. for one more week and just be like, "Never mind, yeah. get us back to our small, you know, our I mean, small I feel games like that if nobody got Injured on Sunday night football, people would really start questioning what the fuck's going on in the Miami organization. Right? Uh, hey, I would. I would definitely play him. I think he'll be ready to play. Uh, Miami doesn't get a lot of primetime slots like that Sunday night. Um, and we want to see that be the norm. Uh, they should, they deserve some more primetime slots there. Uh, but yeah, just let him play. I think he'll play fine. And uh, if he does get hurt, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, people are going to say what they want about the Dolphins or whatever. Right. 
Or yeah, you're gonna take you're gonna take a huge another PR hit is what's gonna happen. You are, you are, but you gotta you gotta you gotta play football, and he's a football player, so that's true. Um, and it, it's also I don't I don't know if you guys know this, but after um, Coach Brian Flores got fired from the Miami Dolphins, a lot of stuff came out about how he was um, not very good with Tua. He openly had no faith in Tua. He um, he wanted to bench Tua multiple times and couldn't, um, felt like he couldn't, um, was really hard on the kid. And and Brian Flores is a defensive coordinator or a defensive coordinator assistant for the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is kind of a, of a revenge game. For revenge, him, yeah. You know, yeah. So. Take his revenge on uh, uh, the I mean, Dolphins. with all that being compacted, I think I'm with Rich. I feel like you have to start Tua here. So, you know, Tua can kind of, like, give, uh, you know, um, Brian Flores a, like, fuck you, you know, for what right. you did to me. So right. Yeah. I couldn't believe they uh, he couldn't uh, work with Tua better than that. Couldn't they bribe him? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, is he's not an offensive guy. He didn't have any. Right, and that was the problem with uh, right. a young developing, or you know, a young franchise quarterback that you draft and you have a defensive-minded coach. It's not going right. to – it's not ideal. So exactly. it's a much better situation now. We have an offensive-minded head coach that uh, can, uh, you know, develop to a, to be a yeah. you know, high-quality quarterback, which I think he will be. All right, well, let's stay with the same topic, meaning quarterbacks with concussions, and we'll stay with the same team, Miami Dolphins. Teddy Bridgewater, he is finally on Thursday today, has been released back to practice. So he did practice with the same no-contact restrictions. Today was his first practice back from the Jets game. And the coach said if he passes concussion protocol, he will back up rookie Skylar Thompson. He's been able to work. Uh, Skylar Thompson um, Skylar Thompson has, has practiced all week. And because he was here, you know, the whole beginning part of the week, um, he's been taking first reps, you know, for first team reps. And – um, the coach just decided to go with the rookie because uh, he's he's had a week to prepare him, and I, he's probably just gonna, you know, um, if like like he said, if Teddy clears, which he he will because he didn't have a concussion, so he will clear the protocol because you know it's forced into concussion protocol even though you don't have a concussion is basically their new rule, and. Um, so yeah, it looks like if something happens to to Skyler or um, if the rookie, if things start going off the rails for him, he would be he'll be able to put Teddy in. So that's an interesting decision. I did not know that. So they're not going to start Bridgewater. They're gonna they're gonna go with the rookie. Right. Um, okay. Uh, well, I mean, for the simple fact that Teddy just now got back to practice. So I understand can, that. Yeah. Can you really give your back? And Teddy's a backup quarterback. Right. Can you get your quarter? your second string quarterback ready in three days to play. Well, that, when, so, when you've had your third string quarterback for seven days. Yeah. I, I think the, the counter argument to that, Josh would be that uh, that's what backups do all the time. They don't get all right. the practice reps and then they have to suddenly come into a game kind of cold like that. And, and you know, they can win it or not, but uh, it, it, it's an interesting decision. I wonder if, uh, I wonder if, 
it's not going well for Miami if uh, McDaniels might pull them and put Bridgewater in. I don't know. Right. Uh, that's probably not the best idea either. But but Bridgewater is a veteran. I feel like he could, he he gives you a strong chance to win there. But but you might might be able to do it that way as well and just play the odds and see which seems to be what he's doing. So okay, well okay, well let's stay on the same topic then. How much of this is a PR thing and pushing a guy right back into the very next game? after you have forced him into uh, concussion protocol. Right. And I can see why you Miami would be gun shy about it because, you know, they can't, you know, they, they need to. If it was any other injury to Teddy Bridgewater, would Teddy Bridgewater be starting? I I would believe so. I think so. Yeah. And and you're right. He should have, he should have been in practice all week. He should have, he should have played that. In fact, he should have played the whole game last, last weekend, but right. Right. Yeah. Miami's in a bad spot, but. You know, as a Dallas fan, and I'll say this to you, Brandon, as a New England fan and a Miami Dolphins fan, Josh, can you guys be, can you guys, can your team be normal? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, not in that. Just have a normal team, y'all. Right. The National (laughs) Concussion League. That's what we Yikes. I mean, all I'm saying is not in this day of the National Football League. Not not in this day, you can't. All right. All right, as far as Xavier Howard and oh, Tyreek Hill, both should play through injury um, this week. Both of them are good to go. They both It has come out that they're both planning on playing. They both are still injured. Um, Xavier Howard, he, he's not no sissy. He don't have a groin injury. He has a multiple groin injury. Both sides are hurting. That nice. sucks, dude. That sucks. All right. I didn't even like but to growing. Right, exactly. But it is getting better. He is going to power through and work. And um, Tyreek Hill showed up to practice without a boot a boot on his foot. Okay. The coach made sure it was said that he was not in his boot. <laughs> and then started laughing because, right. you know, how the media just makes such a big deal out of that. Um, a little bit of uh, – Stupid news coming out of the Miami Dolphins, and then we will jump in games of the week. Uh, it came out a few days ago that I guess the players had a ping pong table in the in the locker room, and it came out. Uh, some somebody put out an article saying that uh, Tyree Kill and the other captains on the team decided to get rid of the ping pong table so they could focus and get one hundred percent focus on football. Um, they asked the coach about it. The coach said, that's awesome. That shows true leadership, blah, blah, blah. Well, Tyreek Hill came out today and said, that's bull crap. The, our, our ping pong table got damaged and we're waiting on the new one to come in. <laughs> and, uh, and by the way, I'm getting a Miami Dolphins branded ping pong table. So there we go. Uh, that's pong. hilarious. I, yeah, I saw that story. I, I kind of cracked up as well. Yeah, Tyree kills great, man. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I like the us against the world mentality, though. <laughs> right. I, I think, I think uh, you know, McDaniels was right to embrace it. So, right, right. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, pretty funny. But yeah, all right, cool. We ready to go? We're going to switch gears. That's the news. That is your news from the East. So there you go. Switching to games of the week. You guys ready? Let's do it. That's what we will do. Games of the week. Week six. 
All right. To kick it off tonight, 8.15 p.m., we have Commanders Bears. What do you got, Brandon? Uh, I'm looking forward to this one. I mean, uh, you know, uh, I mean, first and foremost, uh, you know, who, who isn't excited to see the rookie at starting running back tonight, you know, after being shot in the legs, you know? So I think it should make for an interesting thing. And uh, I think Ron Rivera is doing it to try to save his job. I, you know, I feel like this is a must win for Washington at this point. They're one and four. They're going up against a Bears team that's not very good. Uh, so I feel like this is a must win for Ron Rivera. I feel like if he loses this game, uh, there's going to be serious questions on whether he's fired next week or not. So, okay. Yeah, I think that all of that's true. Uh, you know, last week with the Thursday night game was Denver and uh, Indianapolis, and uh, people were complaining that how bad a game it was, like maybe the worst game in NFL history. <laughs> yeah, did you see the meme? Did you see the meme? There is tons of yeah. It, it was like I just watched the worst game in NFL foot in NFL history, and it showed the score of last week's game. And right. then it had this week's game, and it said, here, hold my beer. Right, right. Because <laughs> we're getting ready to destroy it. We got a game even worse for you. Right. That's what it looks like. But this this could be a good game. This could be a, a way more fun and competitive game than, uh, you know, people are expecting for sure. So, yeah, Listen, I, mean, I expect this week's game to be a whole lot better than that freaking Broncos Cow. I mean, Broncos Colts game last week. We didn't even get a damn touchdown in that. Right. When you in an overtime game, overtime, game that, overtime and no touchdowns, amazing. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. When Dad, when Dad, quit, you know, got off my screen because he said, "Fuck this, I'm not watching overtime." Luckily, he did. <laughs> no, no, I was so bored I could not watch overtime. <laughs> I would. I was so bored. I could not watch overtime. Good thing you got off that because it got a whole lot worse. It was a damn. It was a damn field goal. And then Russell Wilson. Uh, I think. I think. I think we can say this, Rich. Okay, if you stayed up long enough for the game, the most entertaining thing out of that whole game last week was when Richard Sherman went the fuck off on Russell Wilson for not running the ball on the fourth and one. Yeah. Well, deja vu. Yeah. Right, a little deja vu for Richard Sherman. <laughs> yeah, Nothing I know. Else. Yeah. Hey, uh, okay, so- we don't want to get too far off, but who's a better quarterback right now, Russell Wilson or Dak Prescott? I mean, even though Dak playing, has to playing be Dak. right now, if you, you it would be Russell under- Wilson because at least he's throwing the ball. Dak Prescott's he got a boo boo on his thumb. And- but, but, he's but, he's got a left I mean, hand though. He can do it left handed. Uh, I mean, <laughs> even with Dak being out. <laughs> He's, uh, he's still throwing better the ball. than Russell Wilson. He's still better than you, you Russell can't Wilson. Prove, he's not even throwing out. a football, yeah. man. Yeah. So, hey, that's the sad part. He's not throwing a football, and he's still better than Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson looks terrible. Russell Wilson yeah, he's playing ter- right in terrible fall. So, all right. Right. that's – I don't know. Is he getting divorced? No. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but he's apparently uh, burning up uh, kitchens because there's mean – I mean, you could, you could honestly ask the question, who's the better quarterback right now, Russell Wilson or Cooper Rush? And it would have to be Cooper Rush. He's playing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for Russell sure. So, there yeah. you go. All right. But anyways, let's not get too far off. Get back to the game, y'all. Okay, we got the Bears. The Bears actually threw the ball this uh, week five. They were throwing yep. the ball around. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. hey, we might see a little firepower. Um, ball, The ball flying through the air a little bit when it comes to the Bears. The Bears are at home. Um. I, I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be fun. Who do, who do you guys got winning this game? 
I have Washington winning it. Okay. Yeah. I think they're a better team than their record. You know, they yeah, they, yeah, they, 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 they could be two and two or three and one right now. I mean, right. not really because they're they're being our coach and outplayed, but uh yeah. Uh, Carson Wentz leads the uh NFL uh East with uh touchdowns too by quite a bit, by at least three, four. So yeah. Brandon, who do you got? Yeah, I got Washington winning this too. Uh I guys, I forgot to tell you. Um the Bears is wearing their uh alternate uniforms tonight. It looks fire. It's orange. Shit's about to be dope. Yeah, I saw it. It does look good. Awesome. The Bears. All right. That's what I got winning tonight, by the way. So um I have it coming down to the wire. And who knew? Somebody's gonna throw an interception on the last drive. It's gonna be picked off. Game's over. Bears win. There you go. Okay, if this game's 12 to 9. <laughs> nah. Nah, I, 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 it's gonna surprise people. I bet it's gonna be a lot more exciting than people expected it. Because my right. paper looks so terrible, but I mean so I feel like it's not gonna take much to beat last Thursday's game. So right. there we go. Be better too. All right, let's fast forward to Sunday. Sunday, we got a slew of one o'clock games. Let's start at Hard Rock Stadium. The Minnesota Vikings and the Dolphins. Like I said a little bit earlier, Skylar Thompson is going to be starting as uh, the Miami Dolphins quarterback. Seventh round rookie Skylar Thompson will get his first official start. Um, having a whole week to practice with the first team is going to help this kid tremendously. That that's what's gonna that's what's gonna push, I believe, push him over the edge and help prepare him. Um, I don't think it was really fair to throw him in the game. He he had no chemistry with Tyreek Hill. He has no chemistry with Waddle. Well, he's had all week to build that chemistry. This dude's got a rocket. This dude's got an arm. He's big. He's strong. He can run the ball. He can throw the ball. Um, the problem is that he played at Kansas State, and he's a little bit wild. He's a gunslinger. He's a Brett Favre type that kind of chance maker. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the kind of ball he plays. And um, now with having a week to practice with those weapons that they have, you know what I'm saying? And build a little bit of chemistry, build a little bit of timing. Um, actually, if you want to know the truth, out of all three quarterbacks on the Dolphins roster, he has the strongest arm. He can throw the ball the farthest. He's the, he's the, the more bullet guy. You know what I'm saying? He's not as accurate as Tua, but he can throw it further. So if he gets that timing down with Tyreek, we might see, you know, something over the top of that defense. So very possible. Um, the only good thing that came out of the game against the Jets for the Dolphins was they were actually able to get their running game started. Uh, Raheem Moster um, had over 100 yards, had 113 yards rushing. You guys are like, yeah, okay, 113 yards, that's okay. No, this is the first time in a long time that a Miami Dolphins running back had over 100 yards. I'm talking yeah. a long time. Miami Dolphins does not and that does not have and are, has not for many years a strong running game. So that it was the reason why Moster and Edmonds were brought here. You know what I'm saying? And not only that, the the coach, that's what he did in San Francisco was he was a the running game coordinator. He was the schemer. He's the one that 
He's the one that knows how to manipulate your offensive line to get your running backs those extra yards. You know what I'm saying? That's what he does. And so it's good to see that his that his determination and him uh, coach, the coach sticking with the running game, is finally starting to pay off. And what a game do you need? I mean, how big is this game against the Minnesota Vikings? You have to stick with that. You have to take some pressure off of the rookie quarterback. You know what I'm saying? And you can do that with your your running backs that are uh, reliable and, you know, seasoned vets. So they will need to continue that. Um, Xavier Howard, like I said in, the, in news from the East, Xavier Howard should be um, playing in this game. He's expected to be playing in this game. That's great for the defense. They can finally get back to moving their safeties back up and using them to create pressure on the quarterback. So X coming back is going to help a lot, but but I don't care. You're these linebackers, they got to clean their shit up, dude. These guys are missing tackles. These guys are just sloppy. They're creating they're they're leaving running backs and and tight ends coming out the back in wide open holes. You know what I'm saying? And then when they run to them, and, and finally try to tackle them. They're missing the first two are missing tackles. And the linebackers just they need to clean everything up, start tackling better. And this the damn um special teams needs to clean everything up. That's I mean, do, do you understand out of five games, three of the games, we've had um punt returns for touchdowns against the Miami Dolphins? Three out of five games. That's yeah. crazy. That's unacceptable. That, that's unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. Tackle the damn runner. You know, it's not hard. There's a guy with the ball running. <laughs> Tackle him. That's what you do. That's what you get paid for. I mean, come on, special teams. So the linebackers and special teams are going to have to step it up because, you know, the Dolphins defense is they're in for a big challenge. I mean, the Minnesota Vikings, we talk about the Minnesota Vikings. Dalvin Cook. Justin Jefferson, this is top five wide receiver and running back. Yeah, you see yeah. what I'm saying? If if yeah. Dalvin Cook is healthy, if Dalvin Cook is healthy, he's top five running back in the league. If Justin Jefferson is healthy, he's top five wide receiver in the league. That's and that's the thing. The the only the hope though is the guy throwing them the ball is Kirk Cousins. So there you go. Kirk Cousins has eight. Um touchdowns this year so far and five interceptions so come on Kirk Cousins throw some more interceptions yeah. there you go this is Do the game thing. this is the game you want to be on Sunday night <laughs> right because right, Kirk, exactly. Kirk Cousins doesn't win games on not uh, he can't win a night game in prime time right in prime time exactly. can't do it so, never has never that, you know th- those are the things I don't know I mean to me this game is a toss-up I had them initially in our October preview I had them losing um but I had them beating the Jets. So I, and, and ultimately I had them going three and one. So this game's a toss up. Yeah. Um, to me, I, with, especially with the rookie quarterback starting, it is at home. And um, right now the Dolphins are tied, I believe, with maybe Kansas City or somebody like that for the, um, the most home games won in a row. And it's up to like six now. Oh, so, okay. Yep. So they, they're doing really good at Hard Rock Stadium. And um, I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable. I think they're still – I think they're going to win this game. I really do. I think Skylar Thompson is going to go off. Um, 
I think that that whole week of, of practicing and that's what, you know, that I believe that's what the coach seen. And that's why he calls it the way he calls it. And, you know, the other two quarterbacks are in uh, concussion protocol. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think it's, it's going to be a fun game. It's going to be yeah. a fun game. I kind of agree with all your points, Josh. I do think, uh, uh, with the, with the backup quarterback, you have to win in your other two phases of the game, defense and special teams. So if, right. if they can show up, then you have a nice shot, shot at winning it. Right. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, all right, cool. I'm uh, going Minnesota. All right. I got cool. Minnesota by seven. Awesome. Yeah, I, this is a total toss up. I don't even know if I can pick a team. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree for Miami, but this kind of—you guys have to play it perfectly, I think. And right. Have a good shot. Right. All right. Also at one o'clock, we have the Patriots and Browns. What do you got, Brandon? Uh, you know, I, I'm interested in seeing who is going to be our starting quarterback. Is it going to be Matt Jones? Is it going to be Bailey Zappi? I'm kind of hoping Matt's back this game because a, I'm going to this game, so I want to see Matt Jones. Um, but also, um, you know, they, ultimately I just, you know, I want to see how our offense starts around Matt Jones, you know, because before his high ankle sprain happened, it finally started looking like that offense was gelling around Matt Jones. And then it just so happened that he got a high ankle sprain. So now, you know, I want to see if he comes back, can our offense be more explosive than they've been this past week, can that be our offense moving forward? Or is it just going to be splatters here and there like we've seen all season so far? Um, but I, I don't know. I, I think this is going to be a really good game. You know, Jacoby Brissett has been playing really well for uh, Cleveland so far. And uh, Nick Chubb is the number one running back in the National Football League right now. I don't know if you guys knew that or not, but – uh yeah, it's going to be a tough task to stop that man. Um, I don't know. New England is the underdog right now. They got uh, Cleveland favored by two and a half points. And uh, when you actually click on the game, they're only giving us a 21% chance to win the game. So they have the, they have the Browns favored by a lot. Um I think our defense is going to play again like they did against Detroit last week. And I, I feel like even though we might not stop Nick Chubb, uh, that's an exclamation point. All right, we're not stopping that, man. That man's going to have a shitload of yards on us. But I think we will get to Jacoby Brissett. So I think New England wins us by three. I got us okay. by three. All right. Um, I agree about- with Brandon. I think I think uh, New England's going to win this one pre- probably pretty easily. So. The thing to remember, though, the thing to remember about New England's offense, they have not looked good any game this season until last week. This well, week. the Browns' defense is a whole lot better than the Lions' defense. <laughs> Believe yeah. that. So they can bring this back to reality. You know what I'm saying? And, and put that pressure back on. The Browns' The Browns' defense – I mean, they're middle of the pack, you know, or a little bit above middle of the pack. If if all if they had no injuries on their defense, they're top ten. You know what I'm saying? So they, they yeah. are that good. Um, I think it'll go back to reality a little bit, but that's good. I hope the Patriots win. I really do. So that's cool. So we good there? Yep. yep. Good. Well, you're going good. to the game, Brandon, right? Yeah. yeah, he's going to the game. How cool is that? All right. Have fun. Yeah, me, back and the baby are going to the game. So. 
Awesome. What jersey are you gonna wear? A, a Mac Jones, Mac Jones jersey. Yeah. Yep, I'm gonna be wearing a Mac Jones jersey, even though it doesn't look like he's playing. You know what I might do? I might wait till uh, Saturday night, see who we're, who's playing. Take both of my jerseys. I got a number four jersey, Stidham. I'm gonna put tape over that, write Zappy, <laughs> and I'll just wear a Zappy jersey. There you go. Do that. <laughs> That'll work. You might not be able to get a Zappy jersey unless you make it custom customized. Yeah. At this point, right, you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> All right. Also at one o'clock, we have the Jets, J-E-T-S, going to Lambeau Field. Poor Jets. The fact, the fact that this game is in Green Bay and the fact that the Packers are coming off of a loss and are at home, <laughs> that's not good for the Jets. I kind of feel, you know, feel bad for the Jets a little bit because they are, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're coming off a loss to already of another New York team, <laughs> and they um, and they're going to be at home. This is going to be a really hard game. Um, Aaron Rodgers does have a thumb injury, but is expected to play in this game. I think that's a big note. Um, so keep an eye on that. Um, if Aaron Rodgers does not play in this game, I think the Jets are going to win easy. I mean, I'm, I'm willing to call it in Lambeau. Yeah. But if you put a backup quarterback in there, they're going to win easy. Because, uh, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers is Green Bay's chance to win, in my opinion, in any game. But the Jets will need to get uh, the running game going. And I think that, that they have a lot of um, a good chance to do that because Green Bay's defense, although they're a good defense, they're allowing over 120 yards of rushing a game. Yeah, yeah, there's so so cool. Run the damn ball, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, you know, just uh, run it down their throat and 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 play really smart. Zach Wilson, play really smart, run the ball a lot. Hit you, you have found the weak part of their good defense, you know what I'm saying? And that's what you do. So, Zach Wilson's is he's gonna have to play, like I said, really smart football not turn the football over, um, which means he can't go out there and just um, wing it. You know what I'm saying? He can't go out there and try to force balls in places. Um, throwing the ball, he's going to – throwing the ball, the Packers' defense is a whole lot better. <laughs> Their cornerbacks are good. You yeah. will get picked off. Don't try – you know what I'm saying? Be smart. Run the ball. Take your check downs. Um, or take off running yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because – they have a problem stopping the run. So you get your legs moving. You know what I'm saying? If that's the last thing you have, if you have two yards and you need to get that first down, you know what I'm saying? So um, then take off. But that's that's kind of what, what it is. Green Bay, Green Bay's defense is ranked fifth overall, but the Jets' defense is ranked 10th overall. This should be a good I, – I, I'm watching – I'm going to be watching this game, but when I think about this game, I imagine the game against them and and New England is what I'm imagining. You know what I'm saying? Uh, New England's a top 10 defense. Well, the Jets are a top 10 defense right now. You know what I'm saying? So if they could go in there, run the ball, play really good defense, who's to say they can't take them to overtime or maybe even upset them at home? You know what I'm saying? I'm rooting for them. It's going to be a hard test, but, you know, they're, they're coming off of a loss and they're finally back at home. 
it's going to be rough. You got Aaron Rodgers. Um, just do, try not to let them jump out too far ahead that first half. Make sure you keep it where you're able to come back. Um, and then run the ball a lot. Run the ball. There you go. See, I'm the offensive coordinator. Run. Easy. Yeah, it's easy ball. stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think so it's going to be They're allowing hard. 120, so I'd be yeah. happy with that. Uh, you know, it's hard to get, it's hard to bet against uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers losing two games in a row. Uh, right. It has uh, happened, though. It has happened. It, it, it's they happened. Lost. No, it happened just like two weeks ago. They lost two in a row. Weeks two Green and Bay. three. Yep, Green Bay. They no, lost no, they've only lost two them. games this year, right? Yeah, no, they've uh, – no. They lost to Minnesota, and they lost to – They're three and two, yeah. Yeah. They're three and two. They've lost to Minnesota and – The Giants. The Giants – no. Minnesota. I mean, uh, we're talking they, about the, the Packers, right? Yeah, the Packers. Yeah, they've lost two games. Okay. They beat Tampa right. Bay and they beat uh, Chicago and they beat somebody else there. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah, but it yes, would be okay. two games in a row for Aaron Rodgers to lose. And that, that seems kind of hard fed, hard to believe or, you know, right. that chance, a low chance of that. But that Jets defense is real. And there's not a, there's not a, receiver in that wide receiver core that's going to scare that defense <laughs> right exactly yeah. yeah aaron Rodgers doesn't have any kind of weapons uh, he has a good running game but um yeah this this is a game that he, the the jets could get an upset here but right. i wouldn't i wouldn't put money against aaron Rodgers in this game though right exactly and um just to let you all know i look when i looked at their schedule and seen two losses in a row it was week three in the preseason they lost to kansas oh, okay. city then week one against Minnesota, they lost. Right. Those were the two. But when I'm done, that doesn't count because one of them was preseason. So there you right. go. Yeah. But yeah. That this, was the two. So yeah, I would not be go. surprised if the Jets win this game. This game would not be surprised. I will, well, after that New England game, I won't either because yeah. the, their defense is it's not as good as New England's, but it's up there. You know, it's in the top yeah. 10. And I think all you need is a top 10 and a strong running game, and you can take this team. You know what I'm saying? So, well, all I'm saying is this, okay? It's what the Giants do. Um, I hope I'm not jinxing myself saying this uh, because if we come off the loss of the Cleveland Browns, it's going to look really bad for us because I'm saying here comes this season starts the curse of New York for Aaron Rodgers. He's going to lose to the Jets this week. I got the Jets winning this game in Lambeau Field. Right. First upset of the day. Cool. And the I don't NFL. Think, I don't- I don't think that's an upset. The NFL East is too strong. <laughs> Just too strong. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's craziness. Yeah. I know it. All right. Let's let's talk about the strongest of the NFL East. Maybe. Um, at Sunday 425, we have the Bills Chiefs. What you got, Rich? Yeah, the uh the rematch of last year's uh AFC divisional game. There's your good uh, game. Yeah, Kansas City won in overtime, and then they Change the rules to overtime, so <laughs> <laughs> you know, got to help Buffalo every chance you can. I guess right. I, I'm salty about it. I just don't. I can't get over it. Um, yeah, uh, actually, two four and one teams going at it. Uh, yep. Obviously, two of the best teams in the NFL, right? I mean, right. Uh, anybody's top five list is going to have both these teams on it. I think um, they'll be in the power rankings all year. Um, Kansas City playing at home. Um, Coming off of a Monday night, they did have a little bit of a short week, I guess, uh, and really had to uh, to overcome, you know, a game they could have easily lost to the Raiders. Uh, right. So, but 
I feel like Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes are made for these kind of games. So I'm going to predict that Kansas City edges out Buffalo. Cool in this game. So, but it's going to be a it's it's going to be a 38 to 35 game probably. <laughs> right. So. All right. Fun fact here. Okay. We could be staring at a cold night's game. I, it's not going to be snowing or anything down there in Kansas City, but it's probably going to be cold as hell down there. Uh, Josh Allen and them are used to that, though, being from Buffalo, New York. But this game, I think, has potential of being the best game so far of the year. Both quarterbacks are freaking absolute superstars. They're gods at what they do. Josh Allen is 133 complete completions on 199 attempts, 1,651 yards uh, completed this season, 14 touchdowns, four interceptions. Patrick Mahomes is 126 completions on 189 attempts, 1,398 yards, 15 touchdowns, two interceptions. We're staring at a game that could be 60, 70 combined points between these two quarterbacks that that's what we're staring at right now like this game is going to be a dog fight to the end i got buffalo winning this game at the very end but it's going to be a dog fight all the way to the end right it's i mean it's games like this that it's games like this that prove they should let two afc teams go to the super bowl that's what, yeah that's what it should be because you know just like last year both of these teams Last year were better than any NFC in a um, NFC team, so yeah. uh, that's just. And, but yeah, I, I hear you, but yeah, I'm glad I, I got work that way. I got <laughs> I got Andy Reid uh, taking this game. Give it to the right. coach, right? I, but Buffalo's got a good coach as well. But Andy Reid is legendary. He's he's yep. a top tier uh, coach, yep. in my opinion. So, and Pat Mahomes is playing great. So, yeah, this could be like the M- MVP battle here, right? Like right, uh, yeah. whoever yeah, out like someone that it's. I mean, hey. there's well, only one reason the National Football League only makes one game this week, a 425 game, and that's the that's the Bills and the Chiefs because they're like, fuck it. This could be like the greatest game this season. So, we're only making this a 425. Everybody's forced to watch this shit. Right. Yeah. Well, the, well, the yeah. game of the the game of the day is going to be at eight twenty. So there's that. Well, uh, <laughs> the game of the day is a one-plot game. Talk about MVP battles. We got Lamar, Lamar Jackson, and his Baltimore Ravens taking on Saquon Barkley and his football New York Jets, baby. Giants, Dad. Giants, my fault. Not Jets, Giants. Why do I say that? Anyways, I said on Tuesday that after beating the Packers, the Giants can beat anybody. Well, I, I'm kind of sorry I said that because this this Baltimore Ravens team is not it's not just anybody. It's you know what I'm saying. That's it's Lamar Jackson, Lamar freaking Jackson. You know what I'm saying. So I don't know. This it's going to be a good game. Daniel Jones. In my opinion, Daniel Jones needs to not throw the ball as much as he does. You know what I'm saying? I I like his short pass game. I really do. I love his short pass game. Um, But I think when in the red zone, when you're a few yards away from getting a first down, 
anytime you see big holes open up, take the heck off. You are a big, tall, strong, fast. Just take off. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. what he needs to continue to do because the way they're going to beat the Ravens is by keeping the ball. Keeping the ball out of Lamar Jackson's hands is the way they're going to win this game. You know what I'm saying? And the way you do that is by running the ball. You run the ball, eat the clock. You got you got the best, in my opinion, the best running back in the league in Saquon Barkley. And you two together run the ball a lot and um, allow your defense, you know, to step up. And that's what that's what needs to happen. So, I mean, uh, uh, go ahead, Brandon. Oh, OK. Uh, real quick. I just wanted to throw a, a hypothetical thing out there because we, we all know it hasn't happened yet. But could you imagine Lamar Jackson on a New York Giants with Saquon Barkley, that would be insane. I hope that. Now, I don't. Happen. I don't think that that would happen. <laughs> it I, could I happen. Don't that worry. would be. That would be crazy if that did happen. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I hate to see that salary cap once you paid your quarterback, but yeah, I mean, that's no, uh, there's good. a reason why that doesn't happen very often. It's because that's too, you know. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Saquon yeah. Barkley is definitely the key to this game, right? Don't you think? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, he has to be the key to this game. He has yeah. I mean, he's day he's the key to every every game the Giants play, right? I mean, that's yeah. That, yeah. I don't know. The Ravens defense is ranked 28th in yards allowed. That's not good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And a lot of that comes from their secondary, because uh, they're not really they're allowing some big plays and stuff, which the right. Giants don't really have any. They don't. They they don't have receivers that scare anybody. Uh, no, and the ones that they have that they hope one day do scare yeah, people are hurt. So everybody's yeah, uh, hurt, right? So, the, so they're they're not going to be able to attack their uh, Baltimore's weak spots. But I agree with what you said. Uh, Danny Jones. Danny Jones needs to use his athleticism because that's what he does really well. Right. Uh, and and just make it. You know, use that strategy to to you know hold on to the ball and get down the field. Right, exactly. And, and then allow your defense and allow Wink Martindale to figure out how to stop his old quarterback. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he was he he play, he was in Baltimore forever. You know, he he knows Lamar Jackson uh, very well. You know what I'm saying? Yep. He was the leader of that defense the year Lamar Jackson won MVP. So, uh Wink Martindale, you know who he is. Figure out how to, with the guy, with your personnel on this Giants defense, how to stop them. That's what you got to yeah. do. That's your job for this week. And because their defense is good. Their defense, you know, they're, uh, the Giants defense is good. And I think they can do it. So, Yeah. Yeah, this will be All a game right. that Baltimore probably should win on paper, but they've been, they've been a little bit under underperforming, I think. Right. Um, and it's in New York. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah and New well, York got to be feeling good, so. My my only thing is this, okay? Um, if Baltimore had a better record than three and two, I would maybe consider taking the Giants, but I don't think there's any way Lamar Jackson's going to allow his team to fall back to five hundred three and three. So I got new. I got Baltimore winning this game over the Giants, and I think the Giants will be content with four and two. I mean, that's a great start for them. So you know, I, I do have Baltimore winning this game though, and going to four and two. So yeah, right, cool. Yeah, and uh, right. Saquon, you know, if he if he has it, if he blows up, then that 
that's going to give them a great shot to win. So, yeah, right, exactly. If Saquon blows up and Daniel Jones does not turn the ball over, I think the G-Men can win this game. Oh, yeah. yeah. If they do yeah. both of them. But it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy because yeah. your defense is going to have to step up and figure out how to at least contain um, Lamar right. Jackson. And that that's hard. Uh, right. But if anybody can do it, if any defensive coordinator could do it, my pick would be Wink Martindale. Right. But his, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but his defense is like to blitz. And I don't know if blitzing Lamar Jackson is a smart move because I think it's, I, that, I think, I think that it's blitz, pretty smart. Gone. I think you keep him contained. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You keep him contained. That's yeah. what you have to do. You you can blitz him. That's fine. But you have your spy. You have yeah, you gotta have the, your spy on him at all times. Yeah. And, um, and then make sure your spy knows how to tackle. And if that's the case, your spy will not have – play for the uh, linebacker for the Miami Dolphins because they don't know how to that. So there you go. Crappy ass tackling. What the hell is this crap? All right, let's um Couldn't let's be my finish <laughs> let's finish this <laughs> podcast with game of the week Sunday, 8 20 p.m. Cowboys, Eagles, what you got Rich? Yeah, Eagles five and oh five game winning streak. Cowboys four and one four game winning streak. It's uh what do you call it a uh an immovable Object meets an uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's an impenetrable, impenetrable object meets an unmovable force, or something like that. Yeah, something exactly. like that. Um, yeah, uh, this is a big game for um, you know, the NFC East for sure. It's gonna first place is on the line. Yep. Um, although everybody's so bunched up there, it's not really gonna be like seasoning determining or anything like right. that, but um, uh, Slim chance that Dak Prescott plays, but it's probably going to be Cooper Rush. Um, and he just needs to do what he does is, you know, don't turn the ball over, score 15, 20 points, and uh, let your defense, uh, you know, roast Philadelphia, which I think they will. I think uh, I'm not scared of Philadelphia in any kind of real way. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, they are playing at uh, in Philly. And uh, this is Jason Peters' revenge game because I do expect that he's going to play. And um, there's an interesting quote that Jason Peters has this week about talking about the Phillies fans. I, I got it right here. He said, um, um, I just know that the Philly fans are fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> did he really say He did say that. Uh, <laughs> There's more to it, but that's all you need to know. I think right. I mean, he, we get the point. We get the point right there. Right. Uh, it, it, <laughs> hurt oh MVP. It, it hurts season, right? Um, you know, if Philadelphia wins this game, it's going to be so bad for the Cowboys. Philadelphia is going to be like, yeah, Dallas isn't even the best defense we played this year. You know, they're going to they're, um, they're going to rub our noses in it, and we right. can't have it. Can't have it. Um, right. You know, Cowboys run the East. That's the way it goes. And uh, uh, I anticipate a uh, probably a close game, maybe 21 to 14 um, over Philly. Yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, we talked about this in the preseason about Dallas's kicking situation with Brett Mahar, uh, maybe Mahar. Well, this year, he's money, money Mahar. Yeah. <laughs> He is. he actually leads the he's the point leader in kickers this season. Um, now part of that we don't score a ton of touchdowns, but 
we get him within field goal and he can, he can kick a 50 yard field goal with his eyes closed. Right. So, so this will be another low scoring game for the Cowboys. I, I suspect, but I think they, uh, they kind of humble the birds and, uh, okay. all right. Good uh, if, if it's a lowing scoring game for the Cowboys, then my prediction is Cowboys lose because you're going to need to put some points on the board. That's, uh, that's what they, uh, the, Eagles are going to do. I think that he um, hurts is who I'm referring to as when I say he will not have a lot of chances to run. He will have a lot of pressure on him and he will throw the ball and you will see not one, but two big time wide receivers show up. Um, AJ Brown and Smith will both have big games, not from the legs, of hurts, but from his arm. Okay. And they're going to put points up. And that's the reason why I believe if Dak Prescott starts, Cowboys win. If they try to rely on their second string quarterback for another week, it will fall short. So there you go. Yep. Well, yeah. Yeah. Real quick, this. Oh, real quick, Brandon, I, I would make a prediction that uh, I do think the Eagles might get more than one touchdown. Uh, and I can, I can see it because of their running ability, uh, quarterback sneaks and big play ability that way. Yeah. I can I, see I predict that they get more than one touchdown in one quarter, two touchdowns in one quarter. Okay. Guaranteed. They might not score any more touchdowns like because <laughs> they're very, they're very spotty and very, right, that's how they are but spotty. I really do think the Cowboys are going to have to at least score two touchdowns. <laughs> You know what I'm yeah, saying? I think and I think the Cowboys defense is only allowing one. I think the Eagles are going to be the first team to put up two. That's what, that's my prediction. It, that's a pretty big prediction better. against the Dallas Cowboys defense. Yeah, uh, so there's going to be a lot of pressure on the defense to pull this one out for the Cowboys. Right, uh, exactly. So with, especially with well, that back, So Jalen Hurts yeah. has a he has a lot of help though. So yeah. you guys scared of AJ Brown. So you guys <laughs> or, walked me right in to my saying. The defensive player of the year is going to go off in this. He proved it last week when he was coming in with a freaking groin injury to both sides, I think, or whatever. That man played through it and still got tackles or sacks. I think Michael Parsons gets to jail. Oh, I was going to say, Xavier Howard does not long. play for the Cowboys. I'm sorry. Okay, that Michael Parsons. Defensive Michael player Parsons. of the year is definitely belonging to Michael Parsons at this point. All right. We just got to accept that. All right. I, I will. I'll predict that Micah Parsons will come rushing off of the edge, and Jalen Hurst will take off the opposite edge, beat the edge, and gain twenty yards. In one All right. Game. Well, then uh, Run, running, running for his life from Micah Parsons. My mine and your prediction is going life. the entire opposite yeah. way because uh, my prediction is Micah Parsons has a, a feast day mm-hmm. against Jalen Hurst. He's going to sack him about. Uh, two or three times, and I got Dallas winning this game. Uh, especially the Eagles did not prove shit to me last week when they almost lost to the freaking Arizona Cardinals, and they, they would have maybe lost because if that field goal was good, they would have went into overtime, and who knows what would have happened from there. But if you almost lose to Arizona, you got a hundred times better defense coming at you this week, and a dude named Micah Parsons, and he's about to fuck Jalen Hurst up this week. Like I said, I got two or two or three sacks from him, and I got uh, Cowboys winning this game on Sunday night. 
breaking to give news, Philly their first loss. Breaking news: Arizona Cardinals is a good team. <laughs> they're they're saying. Saying. Are they just though? Saying. Are they though? Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Well, I, I kind of agree with Josh. And it, it's a sense that, like, if Jalen Hurts is is avoiding Micah Parsons and breaking twenty yards going the other way, that's going to be a long night for the Cowboys. Uh, they've got. I mean, to, if he does the, that, the way yes, you're the way you're going to beat him, do that. The way no. you're going to beat the Eagles with Micah Parsons is to drop him back in coverage and let him get two or three picks. Right. There you go. Let him show his diversity is what you need to do because they don't have corners good enough to take to take on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, the, the, Dallas's corners are good. We got bet, one of the Dallas's best corners are good, but they have two number one wide receivers. I'm just telling you. Uh, we got Trayvon Diggs. He's like two number one cornerbacks. Uh, he's one guy that he's one guy. Yeah. But you know, uh, uh, you have nobody that can cover Smith. Let's say you got AJ Brown, you got, you got digs on Brown, right? You don't have anybody that can cover Smith. Smith's faster right. than everybody well, else. Right, we're good. On that we'll, back, put An- we'll put Anthony Brown back there. He's having a decent year. Uh, drop Micah Parsons and, back to help him out and right. watch Micah Parsons I, get a pick. <laughs> right. And, and I think that, right. I, I'm waiting for that. Um, right. it, you know, if if, uh, if the growing injury doesn't bother Micah, I'm not. I'm fine with, you know, using him for a sideline to sideline ability. Right, that is true. He is hurt. But if he's if he's not 100 percent and he can still rush, I would use him that way. But but you're right. If all those things happen, then it's gonna you know it's gonna go good for Philly. Uh, I did see something. I, I saw some comments that uh, I think might be a key to this game, and that's their tight end for Philadelphia. They have Dallas Galbert. Yeah. Um, um, he's been super effective for them. He's uh, his yards after catch has been outstanding. Um, but the Cowboys do, they do well on tight ends. They've been able yeah. to smother tight yeah, their ends. Their safeties but, are pretty good. So yeah, they put a safeties on them. Javon Curse. Uh, uh, so what? However, that matchup goes, I think is probably how the game's going to will dictate yeah. a lot more to the game. You know, if if, if they can. Uh, uh, you know we can't we can't stop Hertz. You know he's he is their RB one, right? Uh, you know RB one QB one. Well, more RB one than QB QB one, but uh, he's well, got, I guess he's, he's got an arm, man. He's got an arm. So yeah, he's got the same same amount of touchdowns passing as uh, Cooper Rush. So yeah, yeah, Cooper Rush is good. Yeah, so yeah, we'll Cooper see. Rush is good. Yeah, they and, don't and turn turnovers. the ball over. Cooper yeah. Rush doesn't turn the ball over. Right, and turnovers are so huge. If if uh, right, exactly whoever wins a turnover battle might win this game as well. So exactly. that's always- all right, you guys. We got a game tonight to get to in Hang twenty on, minutes. Dad, so let's go ahead and uh, start to wrap this up. Let's do question of the week. Okay, question of the week it, was um, this far after a quarter into the season. This far, who is your Front runner for MVP. Did we have any answers? Well, it's uh, it's, it's not MVP. It's offensive player of the year. Offensive I mean, are they the same thing? No. Okay. Yeah. So this one is. For I thought it was MVP player of the year. No, I'm saying it. No. I'm saving MVP for last. This okay. one is offensive player of the year. Um, and Uncle Richard was the first to comment. He said that he got to take Josh Allen this far. Uh, into the season, which I would and, like to change that. By the way, I did put Josh Allen down, but yeah, Josh, not, Josh Allen will be an MVP candidate, not an Offensive Player of the Year candidate. Possibly, but I, can I change that? Can I officially change that? Because I, yeah. I thought about it since I wrote that answer down, and I think I have a better answer. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Saquon Barkley. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank I, you. I, yeah, what he's doing is uh is more impressive than Josh Allen. Uh, although right. Josh Allen's got the quarterback numbers, blah blah blah. But he has Josh a Josh Allen, Josh Allen will be too busy running for MVP. <laughs> yeah. He'll yeah. be an MVP candidate. And Saquon Barkley will win offensive player of the year. Yeah. Okay. So Richard takes Saquon Barkley. So does dad. He takes Saquon Barkley. Some dude named Eric said Cowboys Eric, quarterback. <laughs> Eric Michaela. Um, by the way, you guys, there's a good chance that we're going to have a special guest on next Thursday's podcast. Uh, just saying, maybe, possibly, we're going to have a Pittsburgh Steelers fan on here because on Sunday Night Football, we got the Dolphins, Pittsburgh. So it would be somebody to come on here and give the Pittsburgh um, advice or their opinion on what's okay. going on in Pittsburgh. So that'll be pretty fun. But yeah, that's Eric Michaela. Um, he was, you know, he was kind of poking fun at how Cooper yeah. Rush is playing better than Dak Prescott. That's okay. Talk about controversy. Talk about there's quarterback your controversy. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, let's see what happens Monday, right? right. And then, uh, and then Rebecca was the last one to comment, and I like what she said. She said, uh, as of right now, she would go with Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup's uh, having a solid season. Yeah, Cooper Cup. I totally agree. Um, about Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup could win Offensive Player of the Year, or he's probably the only non-quarterback that could win MVP. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I could see yeah, him yeah. winning MVP. Too. Yeah, I, I, you would make it. It would be a hard argument to uh, argue against him being the best wide receiver, right? In football exactly. right now, like he's right. he's just stellar. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah. he does it all. Um, well, Mr. always open. Uh, I guess I'm the last to go, and I'm saying someone nobody has said on here yet. I'm going Patrick Mahomes, Offensive Player of the Year. There you I go. got Patrick Mahomes. You all are saying Josh Allen is going to win MVP, right? So I'm giving Offensive Player of the Year to Patrick Mahomes. So, I, I don't okay. hate that. I don't hate that. No, I, I, I do not hate that at all. Um, and I can see it falling. I can see one of them getting Offensive Player of the Year and the other one getting, you know, talking about Mahomes and – and Allen, one of them get an offense play of the year, one of them get an MVP. That's very, you know, um, I, I can yeah. definitely say that. I just like to say that Patrick Mahomes is way more accomplished than Josh Allen has any, you know, in his career, but he doesn't right. get near as much love as, uh, although I guess he does get a lot of love, but because um, he's yeah, a sweet. I mean, he, he gets a lot of love. And if he wins an MVP this year and goes to the Super Bowl the next two years and wins the Super Bowl, he's done every single thing that Patrick Mahomes has done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a well, lot of ifs. There's an if. There's an if. There's an if. There's an if. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know, but do, haven't you ever talked to anybody that that any of the analysts or listened to any of them talk or talk to anybody about football this year? Don't you know the Bills are already going to go to the Super Bowl? I mean, it's right. like already yeah. a gimme. It is. Nah. <laughs> right. In the AFC of all places where all those teams are just. Right. Sad. Exactly. I mean, I, I'm easy. sorry. It's like people but... don't understand we have to play 17 games yeah. first. You yeah. can't just you can't just send them there. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. They are the uh, the chosen. Well, team. I mean, also yeah. has these idiots not watched the Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills crumble every time they're in the playoffs? They crumble, no matter whether it's a wild card. Well, they, game they didn't or crumble in the game. They, they didn't crumble. crumble last year um, against Kansas City. They did. The I see what you're saying. Stop Kansas City from winning the game. That Josh Allen drove down the field with less than two minutes, That's scored a touchdown, Mahomes. and That's the defense couldn't hold on to it. That defense had nothing. You can't, 
you can't blame a defense for not being able to stop Patrick Mahomes. Ask Cincinnati about that. They did. <laughs> yeah, that's Cincinnati right. did in the second yeah, half. They did. They certainly did. The very next yeah. week. It's crazy. Yeah. But, exactly. All right. All right. We're good to go. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Make sure to follow the NFL or yeah, NFL East podcast on Podbeam, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Music, or wherever you get your podcast. Like we said, the questions of the week, what we just did is on our NFL East Facebook group. Join that group. You can watch every episode of the podcast on YouTube, on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Once again, that is NFL boy Brandon. He's on YouTube. He calls games. He's getting ready to call the Thursday game. Go over to his channel, NFL boy Brandon on YouTube. I'm Mr. McDolphin. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at Mr. McDolphin73. And make sure you follow the show on Twitter at East NFL. All right, fellas, let's wrap it up. All we right. got a few minutes before we get to watch possibly the most boring game of the week or exciting oh it or exciting there could be a lot of interceptions this game and <laughs> right. there probably and, will be there and, are probably. some crazy stuff so yeah you know, it's a, what if it's like the highest scoring game of the year but defense has scored all the points that would be so great. It would be it would yeah. be like just watching last Thursday, except for it's defense instead of special teams this week. Right, right. New York. It's funny because it yes. could happen. Why do I keep saying Jets and not Giants? What is wrong with me? Uh, so I don't even like the Jets. I don't even like the stinking Jets. I know you like the Giants though. So uh. yeah, I, I'm a G Man fan. So there you go. I'm a Saquon Barkley fan. That's that's what that I'll see you over on the live stream. All right, y'all. Till next week. Peace.